0: All right, all right, all right, all right. How are you getting on? You well? Are you well?
1: she will be loved.
0: How are you? Are you good? Um, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so I love you so much. I'm in love with you. Um, and I'm so glad that you're here. And um, how are you? How's your granny for slack? Is she ever off the bloody slack? Let me tell you something about your granny, by the way, bro. Your granny was messaging me at fucking five to ten, right? 5 to 10 p.m. on a Friday, and she says, Oh, just just uh, just under the wire, would you mind getting that, uh, that, that that bit of copy back to me? Under the wire. Sorry, what fucking planet is your granny living on that she thinks under the wire is 5 to 10 on a fucking Friday evening? I had to say, I had to report her, I had to say something about her. It's just not, look, I know, I look like, you know, I like working here. You know, I like working here. You know I love the points and the summer party and the Christmas party that you promised me. That's not happening until March. You know I love all that, right? But my time's my time. So if it's okay, can you not (laughs) respect me? You know, it's not the worst thing in the world having to like lay down the law, but in a soft enough way that you don't get sacked. It's not just the most horrible situation to be in in work. Ah. that's just why I couldn't do it. Look, I know a lot of people can do that sort of stuff. Rota work and all that stuff. Like, getting your hours. I just found I couldn't do it. I just found, you know, doing a podcast... <laughs> Jesus. I just found doing a podcast was just more what I could do. You know, I think that's great that you can do that. I just found I couldn't do that. More power to you. Um, no, it's it's not fair to rotas. I remember getting a call. I remember I was even... I was at Rahini Dart Station. Um, and... Uh, And I got a call from someone because I remember I've never heard someone laugh so much on the phone at me for something I didn't really understand. But as I got a call, I got a Christmas job in Topman and they called me up and said, just let you know, Tony, you're going to be in uh, tomorrow morning on Saturday. And um, because for whatever reason, the roto wasn't done a week in advance. So it's like, oh, it's just let you know, you're in tomorrow. You know, that's it. You're in tomorrow. And I was like, oh, right. See, I actually wasn't planning on coming in tomorrow. So, um, I'll do Sunday, you know, and he laughed his ass off me, the manager of Top Man, you know, because I didn't get, I didn't get it. But I actually think I was still on the right there, you know. I, th- I think I'm in the fucking right to be like, you know, there's policy there that says it's meant to be a week in advance. It wasn't a week in advance. I made plans. I'm sorry. I'm not even sorry. I'm proud that I can't come in tomorrow, but please don't sack me. But you know how I did as well, which is really stupid. I, I used to suffer from this thing. I don't know if this is a term, but I'm going to coin it now. Toxic passiveness. Toxic passiveness. Right? I used to suffer from a lot. Right? Where I wouldn't confront any situation. And it's not even though it was confrontational. And I don't even know if it came from a sense of being afraid. I still have very bad habits of doing it now. Like letting someone know I can't do something with enough time. With enough notice. Toxic passiveness. And just hope things go away. Right? So I got a job in Top Man over, over Christmas. I was currently working, or at the time I was working in, a, in a, a news agents in Rahini, right? And I used to do that every Saturday, and then I got this job. and of course, I only had two days to work. I was in college, so I only had two days to work, which was you know Saturday and Sunday. So how I was going to juggle maintaining my job of working on Saturday. So what I did was I got this job on top, man because that was obviously to define me who I am. Sorry, look at those jeans. Uh, Well, have you seen the jeans that they wear in Barrett's newsagents? Those are not my style. Those are not my people. I have nothing in common with the people who work in a newsagent because I am, I don't know, a rocker or something. You know, these people don't know about my life. They don't know the journey I've been on from rocker to hippie to emo to now indie boy popping away to we are scientists of a Saturday night. They don't know that about me. All they know about is fucking silk cut hundreds an okay magazine i need to be with my people with my extra extra skinny jeans and beanies that were not allowed to wear that i got told off for wearing in the shop because i didn't buy it okay so that's these are my people okay these people who don't even know my name who are i am literally the most disposable person they've ever <laughs> they've ever met i'm literally only in there for christmas right these are my people who i need to fucking be there for but also, like you know, if my cool new best friend indie friends don't have me on after the new year, um, I still wouldn't mind having the news agents, Do you know what I mean? It's right beside my gaff. The money's really good. I'm, am far above uh, minimum wage. Um, you know, just in case. So I'm gonna, just, I'm just gonna keep both. And I'm just la 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 la. I'm not gonna think about it. Just not gonna think about it. And as each Saturday came along, and I was expected to be in two places at once, I would wake up in the morning, and I would just call in sick to one of them. I would just call in sick. With minutes notice to whichever one was least angry at me (laughs) that week. And I did that for like a month, two months. Every second week, more or less. You know, I might be in maybe top man two weeks on the trot and calling sick on the news agents because they were less angry at me. Do you know what I mean? But whichever one... And just having to fucking know that everyone was and there's me we're thinking two jobs, great. I'll be look I'll be, I'll be a really hard working man. A really hard working man with two jobs, but I'm just I'm literally like spread out. I've, I've multiplied how much I can disappoint people across two companies. <laughs> across two companies, you know? And get, building a rep for myself in what well, Tony's not here, I'm gonna have to cover for him again across two companies. And the amount of times that I'm doing it, loads of people having to cover me, and then I'm going in the days that I am there, and everyone's like, "You fucking clown! <laughs> what are you doing?" And I'm like in my soul, in my mute soul, like like Daniel Kaluuya in, uh, in in Get Out, and I'm just falling into this black hole, and I'm no one can hear me, but I'm screaming at the top of my voice, "No, I'm not a waster! I've got two jobs! <laughs> I've got two jobs!" Oh God, yeah, uh, tell you the 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 toxic passiveness. <laughs> of it all which i tell you i couldn't be more grateful i couldn't be more grateful now with that in mind that that is my was my life that now my life is going to places like cork playing cypress avenue 250 people there live gig such a good night you're going to hear it now um and i want to thank everyone who came out to the show it was really fun i'm hoping to do more of these live podcasts next year i'll be doing a live stand-up show but hopefully a few podcasts in between then um that's just yeah, but um, I'm very grateful for everyone who came out. It was a really fun time. I made Jordan Daniel was on there. He's a good pal. Check out his music, by the way. Actually, I might close with a bit of music. He didn't get to plug it at the time. J R D N on Spotify. Some serious bangers on there. J R D N. Check it out on Spotify. Um, but it was a really fun gig. I want to thank Cypress Avenue again for having me. Um, want to thank Sean who was there. It was loads of help. He had uh, he he refitted all the bottles. Uh, that were not deep river rock he put a he put a fake deep river rock bo- uh, logo <laughs> in on every single bottle in the green room and had a nice one written on it that's the level of detail and care that you can expect from the people in cypress avenue um but i did find it funny and i fucking kicked off about it no money mess uh, it was a really fun gig it was about an hour and 15 minutes Only 45 minutes, I'd say, is is salvageable. Not that it was any kind of weird audio uh, error or anything like that. It just was fairly fucking rowdy. And um, it had an energy in the room that was kind of like, are we even allowed to do this? Like, how long until someone tells us us we can't do this? Um, So uh, there was a lot of people shouting and hollering. But it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And you're going to hear that now. Um, And also, there is a segment where I'm talking about problematic Halloween costumes you know, it helps to have the visual aid. So they're going to be on my stories uh, this morning. Uh, so if you want to go on to my stories on Instagram, at Tony Horror, um, you can look at them there. And you decide yourself whether you find these costumes problematic or not. Um, but before we get on to that, let me tell you about the sponsor of this week's podcast, the Dubliner Irish Whiskey. Look, you know that they are a fine brand. <laughs> they are a uh, fine bunch of people and they make a fine ass whiskey if you want to go check them out you go to the dld.com or at dubliner whiskey on the social and they got a fine selection and let me tell you about them you got once the green label dubliner it looks tasty it is tasty what you got there is an irish whiskey that is and then aged further in a bourbon cask what does that mean it means they take a whiskey that's already great and they put it in a cask just to mess with it because they're mad like that and it comes out with this Irish whiskey that tastes with a hint of bourbon meaning you can use it in an Irish whiskey cocktail like an Irish coffee or you can use it in say like a bourbon cocktail like an old-fashioned like a whiskey sour it's very tasty do you know what as well a bunch of young lads young ones and young enbies to not be having that's a digestive that's an alcoholic drink at the end of a meal help you digest might, might I recommend a young cool contemporary drink for your digestive and that is the dubliner's honeycomb liqueur it is a whiskey based drink i think it's a whiskey drink it's more or less whiskey but it has a taste of this honeycomb it's like it's like drinking a crunchy bar it's very tasty and i as i said time and time again uh, uh over a long period of time have responsibly rinsed my way through it and it's very really tasty um and also the latest drink which has taken the world by storm in that i showed it to a couple of my friends and they said that's actually all right <laughs> they said uh they have teamed up with rascals brewing company um, uh, with these kind of this beer cask range, and by putting their whiskey in a beer cask of Rascals, so Rascals obviously they're you know they've got crazy flavored IPAs and stuff like that. They did one, right? And they it's in their, I think this their blonde ale. And they fucked in a lot of oranges, a lot of star anise, and all those autumnal spices. And what they got was this old fashioned. It tastes like an old fashioned, like you're drinking an old fashioned, right? Not even like you need to add the Angostura or anything like that. That in a glass tastes like you're drinking the cocktail and old fashioned. All you need to do is add a bit of ice or drink it in the, and it's very tasty. That's the Dublin or Irish whiskey, old fashioned. But look, don't take my word for it. Go on the DLD.com, grab yourself a nice, tasty Bud Jail there, and um, tell them Tony sent you. Anyway. Uh, this podcast as i said you're going to listen to is me live at cypress avenue thanks again so much to cypress avenue for coming thanks again to my good pal jordan for joining me on stage for the whole thing thanks everyone who came it was a really fun gig and also if you want to get early access to any of my gigs you can do so over on the patreon you also get a new podcast a fresh podcast an unheard podcast by everyone else in the world uh every single friday Uh, every single friday so it's four podcasts every single month but that's enough of the plugs i'm feeling a bit there's a lot now i'm plugging here so look enjoy this i had a great time I'll see you next week. All the best. Bye-bye.
1: This only
2: get will shit
1: show. Yes. It's a show. This
3: only get will shit show.
0: All right. <laughs>
1: oh, this is great. Wait, hang on.
0: All right. Thank you very much, yeah, great. Nailed it. So I'm conscious of the fact that I've just been talking as if there isn't someone else here. (laughs) (laughs) But he's well used to this. This is my good friend and podcasting partner, Jordan Daniel. Hello. I'm
1: very happy to be at my first super spreader event. Thank (laughs) you so much.
0: Please cough this way, please. Um, And um, give it up, of course, for Mr. Carl Spain! How good was he? Now, do you know, I'm conscious of the fact that, look, I haven't done a gig in a while, you guys haven't been out at a gig in a while. We're all coming in here with different energies, right? We're all very excited, but I think what we all need to do is come together on the same energy, right? By doing a couple of footy chants together. (laughs) Yeah! Kevin Groskort's a good one, he's not the one tonight. Good pull, good pull. So no, we're gonna start it off, right? I'm gonna sit down here. Right, we're gonna start off um, with my favorite of my footy chants I've done, uh, Adebayo Akka Fenway. Wickham Wanderers, the beast. Adebayo And Fenway, and um, the, I only pick the catchy names, do you know what I mean? The lads that you see, oh, well, of course I know how that fits, you know? <laughs> and this is to the tune of Call Me Maybe by Carly Ray Jepsen. So I'm going to go first, right? And then I want everyone here to join me the second time. Right, sound good? Here we go, right. <clears throat> <All> right. <clears throat> Boom. Hey, he just passed you, and he's fucking crazy. He's a number one striker and a bio like a Fenway. <laughs> right, wrong... <laughs> Do we understand the concept of what we're doing here, right? <laughs> so we're all we're all gonna do this together, right? Here we go. <clears throat> One, two, three, boom. Hey, he just passed you.
1: And he's, and he's fucking crazy. crazy. He's, he's an a
0: tiger. Tiger. Well, Great job, everyone. Hey! Right. Now, I like to do footballers, but you know, I also like to do people who were here. Where's Dylan Quinn? (laughs) Sorry, is Dylan Quinn well known? (laughs) Is Dylan Quinn here? I'm not following you back, by the way, Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) Dylan's here! (laughs) Hey, Dylan! Okay. So, Dylan, I had a a look at your uh, Instagram, you know, fucking GDPR, fucking, (laughs) you know what I mean? That's all... And based on your Instagram, I feel like I've got to know you pretty well. And so I've done a chant about you. (laughs) To the tune of Thriller by Michael Jackson. All right, here we go. Again, I'm going to go first and everyone can join me on the second go. Here we go. Because this is Dylan. Dylan Quinn. And there's nothing on his Insta but the points that he gets in. (laughs) All right. So, no, get, the, get this one on video, Dylan, because we're all going to do it now. <laughs> all right, you ready? Dylan, this is for you, all right. Because this is Dylan, Dylan Quinn, it's and nothing on his Insta, but the points are he gets in. Yes, Dylan! <laughs> right. Now, um, do you have that, yeah? Great. Now, it's another Dylan, Dylan Murphy! Yeah. Hey, he's there as well! Okay. Now, this is a bit of a shorter one, right? This is a bit of a shorter one. And this is to the tune of Money, Money, Money by ABBA, right? And I'm, I'm going to go first, and then everyone join the same. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. <laughs> Murphy, Murphy, Murphy! grew a runny Two To impress his birds! That's just, you know. So, we're gonna just. You can get us one on the get us one, Dylan, as well, if you want on video. Okay, there you go. Now, everyone again. Everyone this time, right? Here we go. All right. One, two, three. Murphy! Yeah! <wh disclosed> Yes, nice one, okay. Uh, they're back, Tony. They're, they're back. back. They're back. In hologram form, are you excited? They're not even dead. They're not even dead. And they're back in a big way. Um, so uh, how is, oh, I'm gonna, work, work? What does it fucking look like I'm doing here, bro? Sweat and feet. Fucking swim for your bro. I <laughs> know. Ah, all, the, all these heckles will be saved. You're all, you make a fool of yourself. <laughs> you better work, bitch. Okay. Um, so, this is a podcast, right? So, of course, there will be a bit of audience participation, but we're also just going to be chatting because the, what I normally do is I kind of chat into the ether and I kind of just assume everyone's laughing. Um, and now I have proof that I'm very funny. So, that's, um, but it's just going to be a bit of a, a bit of a, an informal chat. We're going to get a bit of a spook on uh, tonight because it is the spooky season, and there is a microphone right there only when I ask for it. I would love people to come up uh, and tell me either some crazy costumes that they had. There'll be a segment on that. And also, if they have a spooky... I'm going to borrow this from my other podcast, Sexy Beasts, a freak encounter, right? Whereas maybe something scary happened to you. Nothing like... I was getting messages. It was like, anything scary ever happened? People were like, yeah, home invasion. I'm like, no, not that. (laughs) That is terrifying, but it's the wrong terrifying. Unless it was a witch. (laughs) that came in, in the bro- on a broom, you know? Um, so that'll be happening, and I'd love people. Have a think now, right? And even go to the, go to the bar, get a couple more points, get the conference, come back up and tell me your spooky story. It'll be exciting. Um, Jordan, have you seen The Rock's new rap? Um, no. Check this out.
4: Take your face off. It's about drive. It's about
0: power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours. And take what's ours. Like into more in my veins. My culture banging, we're strange. I change the game. So what's my motherfucking name? Rock. The- yes, yeah, The Rock. <laughs> 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 now, what, like, it's not. It's not great, is it? It's a bit. Ah. Uh, <laughs> the loudest sigh I've ever heard but you know what I've realized George we didn't know what we wanted in wrestling when he came along we didn't yeah. know we needed the most electrifying man in sports entertainment I think this is just the way rap is now and we all have to accept that have you yeah. accepted it I I'm trying to <laughs> it's got that kind of. I was talking about it on uh I'm gonna quote my Instagram now <laughs> but it's that kind of like you know I was going to the shop And I saw a cop, it's got that kind of rhythm that's just not really quite there, especially if this guy's doing all these triplets around him. But um, I'm fascinated that this is just the next generation of rap, but I I was reminded when I saw this, right? I'll tell you a story. I went on uh, a podcast, right? A Her.ie podcast. I haven't told you, yeah, Emily.
1: (laughs) Just the idea of it is funny enough.
0: Just hilarious, women with a podcast. (laughs) Two men doing a film podcast, no women. <laughs> oh, what will they do next? <laughs> no, I got this email from an editor at Her.ie, and they said, we'd love to have you on as the first male uh, guest on our on our Her.ie podcast. The micros- owners of Joe have Her.ie. And they said, we'd love you to talk about this article that we saw, which was how... Uh, this was in, you know, during Me Too, very high in the Me Too movement. They said, we'd love to have, um, they said there was this article came out that basically said that if you're in an office, right, how you should talk to your female co workers is how you would talk to the rock, right? <laughs> was this article? Because it like, you know, just treat them with respect. Don't ask to see his tits, you know? <laughs> As you would, you would just kind of be like, hey, rock, do you want to go for a beer? That kind of energy. So I saw this and I was like, so you want, essentially, I didn't confirm this, but I was like, oh, so you want me to come on and talk about how amazing The Rock is. <laughs> it turned out really quick that that's not what they were asking me to do. I went on to this thing, and then they were talk- we were talking about housing or whatever like that, and then we got to the segment. We're like, so obviously this article came out about how you should just basically treat you know, uh, a woman like The what Rock. What a radical
1: idea to treat a woman like a human being. <laughs>
0: Exactly, explained in the only way I would understand, like The Rock. I don't get it.
1: I don't get what you're saying. So, I
0: was ready, I had like a big list being like, I was gonna talk about like, you know, fucking SummerSlam, and I was gonna talk about. (laughs) I was gonna gonna talk about like, you know. And yeah, like, he did look great in The Mummy 2, but then the Scorpion King, like, he really, you know. (laughs) And I had all this plan. And then they were like, so, Tony, obviously, you read the article about like The Rock. Have you ever. felt that you sexually pressured a woman in work. <laughs> and I was like, um, um. Like I didn't want to get in wrong, right? Cause I felt like there was a spotlight on me and I was all like, I just, and I was like, I, I want, I said, I actually said this, I want to protect women like The Rock. <laughs> like I'd fight a man if he ever tried. And I was just, this weird ramble, you know? And I was really, really embarrassed. And then I emailed him afterwards and I was like, please don't put that out. <laughs> Please no. And next time, can you make it clear if we are going to be talking about the rock or not? Do you know what I mean? Because uh, yeah, but you say that for every podcast. I do. You. Are we going to be talking about the rock, <laughs> man? Fucking <yeah>, David McWilliams, <laughs> the e- economic sort of rock. I don't even fucking know. I didn't say his name right either. I don't know. Um,
1: but what was the answer though? What was your actu- What would have been your answer? My
0: answer actually would have. Have you ever? My have I ever? Never have I ever. <laughs> Sexually made in advance of someone in work.
1: Sorry, j- we've, we've had a delivery, sorry. Hey! <laughs> Thank you
0: so much. Thank you very much, Sean. Cheers. Lovely. I can't do that anymore. I used to do that. I can't do that. Give me 16 seconds. no <laughs> uh, My answer would have been no, but I, I remember I did have a, something I was going to say, where, which was like, I tell you, if you don't want me fucking objectifying, don't tell me they look like The Rock. You know, anyway, that's just what I thought. You did,
1: um, you did once accidentally racially abuse a woman in work, right? What? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. What oh, was this on? No, that's um, not bad. What was that again? It was just after Brexit, and you, she was Welsh. Yeah. And you wrote on a Welsh flag, get out, and put it on her <laughs> desk. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did. And yeah. guess what? She didn't find it funny. She didn't find it funny. She gave out about that. As if I'm so stupid as to not know where fucking Wales is me. Anyway. But they did give, they did give out to me for that. Um, no, so look, anyone got any mad plans for Halloween? It's your birthday. Not now, though. No. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, bro. Give us a cheer if you like Halloween. See, I feel like there's only one thing, like... Halloween and New Year's always have so much pressure on, like what you're doing for yeah. Halloween, and New Year's. But there's only one thing you can do, and it's a fucking gaff party. Like, what's the point of anything else that's not a gaff party? But of course, I know why people don't have gaff parties. They don't have gaffs. Very astute. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, bloody Very Leo. Yeah, listen. Bloody Leo.
0: Yeah. Um, but also, like your mask just gets fucking trashed. What is it? What is it about being in costume that makes you just want to fucking wreck a gaff? It's just, it's just like you know, ah, you know, it 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 wasn't me who blocked your toilet. It was Mario.
1: Woohoo! Yeah.
0: Woohoo! You know.
1: I thought it was a pipe.
0: <laughs> I might be a plumber, but I cannot fix this. I am so sorry. My favorite costume I ever had. I was uh, I was the Wolfman. I love. I just love the idea of a Wolfman because he's just. He's just like being you with like a rake of pints, isn't it? Just like. Just literally going out on the rip, and then the next morning just being like, it wasn't me. You know. Saw so you howling at the moon. It wasn't me. <laughs> saw you tearing a goat's throat. It wasn't me. <laughs> I even saw you eat a young flug. You know. It wasn't me. Um okay, let's talk about costumes because now pretty much and for some for the right reasons, and we'll d- explore that here and some for you know the wrong reasons are not acceptable anymore. So let's just get a sense of whether we think these costumes that I'm going to show you are are, are What's the best way of it? Are they problematic yeah. or not? Can yes you or do no? It, could, could you go out this Halloween dressed like these? Well, no, because I've reversed it the other way. So is this problematic? Is All right, way well, look, fuck me then, I <laughs> suppose. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Okay, so this first one. All right, we'll, we'll, do, we'll, do, uh, we'll do it on a, on a count of three. Is it problematic? That means that it, it is. And right?
1: for, for the listeners at home,
0: Oh, for the listeners at home this is a man a, a so full <laughs> no. some fucking um, with a bottle of wine softball man oh no and a fucking scarf on his neck man he's a frenchman no he's a he's a frenchman he's a frenchman from Dublin. yeah no he's a he's a frenchman drinking wine right he looks like he's drinking it a responsible amount yeah um is Must it be problematic, pre- yes or no? no? You're right! No, it's yeah. not! Okay, great. Here we're great. Okay. Um, this next one, you can say none if you want. All right, this next one here, um, this gentleman. Now, to give you just the title of this one, this is White Rastaman. White Rastaman. Is it problematic? Yes or no? Yes, yes it is. Correct. Great job. Okay, two for two. Two for two. All right. Um, what about this fellow? <laughs> now, what are we thinking now? Is it okay? So, for the people listening at home, this is a fellow who works for Carols. <laughs> He's a guy, he's a traditional Irishman. You know the sort of fella you'd see working in a Circle K? <laughs> Just a traditional Irish garb. All right. But, I mean, come on, like, for, would we, do we want to stop? Is this problematic? Y- yes or no? I'm, getting a, I'm hearing a majority of no's now. Who, who says yes? Okay. Okay, so, uh, so like, 5% say yes. Okay, so the rest are saying, well, do you know what? What if I told you that he was a Brit? And what if I told you... (laughs) Sorry, George. And what if I told you he used terms like Southern Irish? I'm dressed as a Southern Irish man. Yes, it is problematic. Okay, great. All right. Now, this next one, okay. We talked about... Dead, dead celebs, right? We had, the, we had the redacted one that I can't mention.
1: Um. So, oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: uh. All right, but, so the dead celeb thing, right, is apparently a bit problematic, but also is kind of having a slutty take on a costume. You know? But I wonder, do two wrongs make a right and does slutty dead... Prince Philip work as a problematic costume or not. All right. Tony? Yes? What,
1: what's the... Has he got a scar on his head and blood on his skirt? He's dead. You know he wasn't assassinated.
0: <laughs> he, he has a cut. You know when you're old and they don't <laughs> yeah, heal after yeah. a while. Um, Alright, slutty dead Prince Philip. Is it problematic, yes or no? No! No, you're dead right! No. Okay, and uh, this last one here. Um, this is a bit of, bit of an easy one. Alright, I'm just going to show you what it is. It's, uh, this. Is, this, is this problematic? I mean... Alright, three. We'll do three, two, one. Is this problematic?
1: Um, you got to tell the listeners, Tony.
0: Okay, so it's a, it's a person in a Fu Manchu uh, with a ponytail and uh, red uh, robes. Yes, it is! It is Steven Seagal! Meaning that it's not problematic. You're all wrong. There we go. That was uh, PC gone mad. <laughs> um. oh. Okay. Uh, all right, this next segment, right? This is the next segment of the, of, um, of the show is uh, a segment I like to call... It's a Halloween-themed... You know, on my podcast, I like to give advice sometimes. So this is called Agony Ant. <laughs> and we're going to be giving some Halloween-themed advice. Now, maybe when I ask for it, maybe I can get people's input, if that's okay. But when I ask for it, we're going to have a bit of a conversation about this and see how we can solve... These Halloween problems, Jordan. Would you like to read this one out for the uh, for the audience?
1: Yes. Should I let my son dress up as a ghostbuster for Halloween? We're a Christian family, and I worry it gives the wrong message.
0: Okay. I mean, the Exorcist. How is that any different? You know what I mean? So nice contribution there from the man. You said, have a point when I had a point. <laughs> that's, that's a Bill Murray. Ah, Groundhog Day was. <laughs> so that's great, yeah. You're, tell, you're, tell the kid to watch Groundhog Day. <laughs> Duh, it's easy. All right. All right, next one. Let's go with this one.
1: Help. I let my boyfriend go to second base on Halloween, <laughs> and now I think I'm pregnant. Will the baby be cursed? Do I need to exercise? Mm.
0: Yeah. You ask an excellent, excellent what question.
1: What is second base again? Is that tit? It's that tit. tit over the shirt or tit under the shirt? Is
0: it outside the shirt? Inside. 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 Bill Inside. Okay, enough of Bill Murray. Thank you very much. This is getting out of control. <laughs> out. All right, I'm going to move yeah, on. Hold Read on, let one. me ask
1: a question, right? What first yeah. base? What's first base?
0: First base is kissing. Second base. Touching the boob, maybe the vagina.
1: Over or under the t- shirt? Third base. I don't know. I never did it. I'm a frigid, okay? I never did it. He's still not done it.
0: No, no. Third ba- third is... I, bro- I, I, I broke my virginity and virginity, and I, there was no in-between whatsoever. <laughs> and then it's just
1: missionary from now it's on. It's
0: missionary, and that's all I ever do. <laughs> no, my wife's very um, satisfied.
1: Tony's guarantee
0: is you will always come second. <laughs> there is actually a bit about spooky sex, so we'll get onto that in a second. Um, all right, what about this one? Am I the asshole for not wanting my boyfriend to go to a cats-themed Halloween party? Well, look, let me explain. I'm not normally the jealous type. However, when my boyfriend told me that he planned on going to an ironic Halloween party, sounds great, where everyone dresses up as Andrew Lloyd Webber's cats, their hairs on the back of my neck stood up like a cat. I know he has a fetish for cats. This was not written by my wife. <laughs> Where did you get this? I'm not even talking about the animal. After a couple of months of him not so subtly hinting that he found cats attractive two birthdays ago, I dressed up as Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman for his birthday. What's worse is I know two of his exes will be in attendance and I can't, ma- excuse me, and I can't make it. I'm worried he's gonna arrive like jacked off Tomcat Doped up on catnip pussy. Brackets pussy. The In brackets par- are important. In parentheses, pussy, for the listener home. Am I the asshole for flat out telling him I don't want him to go? I, you need to let him go. <laughs> you, like, spiritually, he's not coming back, hon. Rum-tum-tug job. <laughs> <laughs> Rum-tum-tug job. That's the only cat I know. Uh, what else is there? Bubble, uh... Mr. Miss Gonzo, I'll think of something. Uh, you need to let him go. He needs to. That's he's away with the fairies now in the beautiful land of the cats, and there's no bringing him home anymore. You can't. But like, what would you think? What do you think, genuinely, Jordan? I don't know
1: because if I was the man, yeah, you. If I was you sure. going to this party, I would definitely be aroused when I turn up. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. Me, I wouldn't be because. I don't fancy cats.
0: I'm what more would of a dog dog what, would your, what would your party, you're a dog man.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: So a bunch of floppy ears and panting would be like... <laughs> and you're set off. You're getting really shy now. What's that about? Getting very shy. Um, Schnauzer. Is she the... But the question is, is she the asshole no, for no, saying, no, you can't go? So she's not an asshole? Or are you... So she should be able to say that? Yeah. You think so, Emily? Why? What's your stance on this, Emily? <laughs> Emily, why do you think she's not the asshole? Do you think she has a, a, a dog in this race? <laughs> cat. Fucking cat a in what? the race. Forget it. it. doesn't matter. Do you think she has a cat in the game? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Here's the great. thing,
1: right? Okay. Yeah. I would let you go, Thanks. but first of all, I would suck you dry. Fuck off, right? so that n- you have no energy at the Jesus party. Jesus
0: Christ!
1: You'd be in the corner like, Jesus Christ! Would you stop it? You didn't have a ticket, right? <laughs> but you know what I mean. Just, I've got no energy. Yeah, um, they're all
0: shriveled. I think. Oh God. Sorry. No, I mean maybe she has to outcat him. What does uh, that the, mean? In the week leading up, he needs to be fucking sick of cats by the time he gets there. Yeah, that's a good idea, cats, actually. Ca- cats coming out of a wazoo, that's what I'd recommend. Um, <laughs> and that's been Agony ants. okay, great. Um, <laughs> now on topic with something we actually have been talking about. Bill Murray, Bill Murray yeah. <laughs> made a heap of good flicks, he's made a heap of good flicks. Bill Murray played Garfield. He did play Garfield, a cat. <laughs> Very good. Famously, did it because he believed that Joel Cohen was one of the Cohen brothers. <laughs> and he said, I'd al- I've always wanted to work with the Cohen brothers. And he signed up to do Garfield without even reading the script. But he did a second one. He did a second one, yeah, there's no excuse in that. Um, right, so now is a segment I like to call Spooky Sex, 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 Sex. So, as you know, we do like to peruse Cosmopolitan magazine. Um, so we're so we're going to analyze we're going to analyze some of cosmopolitan magazine's uh, top four um, Halloween sexy uh, positions. Now I blurred out what I can, but if there's the squeamish of you, cover your eyes and ears. Here we go. Um, the broomstick ride. This is.
1: Can everyone see that? Yeah.
0: Can you guys see it? Yeah. So this is when. Uh, a woman uh, makes a man levitate, levitate. Yeah. by a pussy alone, man. No, <laughs> Her
1: pussy was sorry, so sorry. good,
0: man. I was You ever had that kind of pussy, Make you
1: levitate, bro. I was never that pussy, bro.
0: Oh. I, what fucking show is this? I'm so sorry. This is not... That light got brighter there. I got really shy. Um, so that's the broomstick ride. That is um, not possible. <laughs>
1: For people uh, listening at home, it is literally a man floating off the ground as a witch. Has sex with him? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: is a reverse cowgirl. Yes, very good. But she's standing up. (laughs) Very good. That seems like something, you know, when you're like like 13, you're like, here, you ever like fucking... (laughs) You ever like fucking... (laughs) You ever gotten like a fucking broomstick ride? Yeah,
1: yeah, I do it all the time. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, Giffo was telling me like he actually was getting a broomstick ride last night. He was fucking flying like... Um, And you know what, very courteously of him, he's holding a cum rag. (laughs) Very courteous. Uh, Dirty, dirty stuff. Anyway, um, next up. Bobbing for apples? (laughs) If you ever
1: wondered what the <laughs> Hamburglar looks like getting sucked off? Um,
0: it's, I uh, know I
1: was robbing your house, but do you mind sucking me off? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, it's when you and uh, your wife dress as the Hamburglar. <laughs> and she gives it's, it's giving you a traditional um, fellatio, you know, it's traditional traditional... Um, I mean, are you, just, are you not just saying, like, could you not just have, like, missionary sex and be like, you know, it's the barn brack, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're not just adding, like, Halloween themes to existing things, you know? But the masks, Tony. The masks. The masks. They are wearing masks. What is the password? <laughs> Feligio. What is the password? Fidelio. Fidelio. From, uh, yeah, from <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut. Okay, that's great. Bottom for apples is one. Um, what's this? Uh, Warlock's Brew. Let your partner enchant you via penis magic. <laughs> <laughs> I was absolutely enchanted by the penis magic last night. <laughs> With a wicked, wicked, very good. Because he's like a witch. No, there's too much. Uh, what is penis there. magic? Penis magic. <laughs> what is it? Mate, you've never had penis magic.
1: <laughs> yeah, Bro, no, I've,
0: a, I've, I've had it loads. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Um, yeah, enchant you via penis magic with a wicked... Reminds me, remember John Travolta when he was introducing Dina Menzel? And he's like, the wickedly talented Adele <laughs> Um Warlock Spru, all right, that's pretty good. Uh, the sexy Frankenstein... Sorry, what's this? Refuse to
1: move. Here, love, can you give me something, please? please. No, I'm
0: Frankenstein, no. Hello.
1: Please, anything. I'm
0: Frankenstein, though, no.
1: Please put your I'm arms down. I'm not going anywhere, Can no. you just put your arms down but at I'm least? But Frankenstein, though, Please no. put your arms no. down.
0: <laughs> Please. Do you mind if I touch your hair? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay, if we had to... It's like being tied up, but self-inflicted. Kinky. I refuse to move. Um. I go in order of my preference. Um. I think... <laughs> Just because it defies gravity. <laughs> like a Dina Menzel. Um, I That's think broom- some
1: fucking key goal exercise, isn't it? That you is sucker man is. up.
0: That's I go broomstick ride number one. Hundred. Uh, maybe the sexy Frankenstein. But which one are you? Well I refuse to move. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. You better figure it out. You better work. I he didn't know. even take his trousers off. He didn't. Well, he did put them down. anyway. That's enough. Uh, Warlocks brew. Look, it looks all right. Yeah. Um, I'd load mind the penis magic. Um, and then I Bob don't know. Maybe number one actually. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting to it. Sorry, I'm going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> Teddy, you forgot where you were for a second. Then. Um, yeah, maybe number. All one. All right, I'm going to. I'm going to move. <laughs> I'm going to move on. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a story, right, about some uh, some Wiccan magic that I got involved with. Because I believe, I do believe in spells, right? My brother was a witch for like a week, right? <laughs> he was a Wiccan, right? He went full metal and became a Wiccan, and he had like his nails painted, and he did his eyes, and you know, with eyeliner and all. And he bought this book about uh, spells, right? And he 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 <laughs> he found a spell about finding your spirit animal, right? About finding deep inside what animal on planet Earth that you have this kind of resounding connection with, right? So he did this spell on me. He had a black candle. He even said to me, man, being like, here, man, when you're in Tesco, will you get like black candles? <laughs> and she bought like these black candles, and he did this spell. And then, all, and then after that, he was like, right now, we'll just let it settle. And we smoked a rake load of weed, right? And, uh, and I pulled a fucking massive whitey, right? I pulled a massive whitey, and I went out to the front of the garden, and I got sick, right? But I got sick and it felt like it was this sort of like, you know it felt like a, you know when you get that sick where it's like, that's all I needed to feel better. It was everything that I needed to feel better. And I got sick and this calm came over me, right? And I heard a little rustling in the bushes after I'd gotten sick after this spell. And out of the bushes walked this little hedgehog. A little hedgehog. Walked? He walked on his two legs like a man. All right, Are you like, be sick, like Sonic, he walked, ran like Sonic over to me to look after me, and he got down on his hands and knees because he was standing previously. No, he did come over and he ate. He ate my sick right. That's fine. It's the best meal he's had all week. He ate my sick right, and I knew then that I was destined. To be a hedgehog. <laughs> and ever since then, I've seen hedgehogs in various things. Whenever uh, I've like, had like, sort of an online, like a BuzzFeed quiz for animals, it's always been a hedgehog. So, um,
1: what do hedgehogs eat naturally? Sick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, carrots. Uh. Boys, sick, they eat. <laughs> All right, look, to get us back on track, I'd like to end with a bit of a scare, okay? And we're going to have some freak encounters. If you have a scary story, I would love you to come up to the microphone and I'd love to hear it. Please, I'm going to give you some spooky music, please. Round of applause for everyone with the bravery to come up here and if tell us spooky. You, if
1: one of you talk about the murder of Sophie Duplant, I'm going to be fucking annoyed. Thank you very much.
0: Feel free, please. bucket of hush, please, for the, for the man on the mic. Hi. Tony,
4: how are you? What's the crack? How's it going? Uh, my name is Dave. Um, How are you doing, Dave? It's very nice to meet you. Listen, um, so basically, I live across from a graveyard. Yes! 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 <laughs> yes! Mm. Jesus, that's the best reaction I've gotten all year from anyone. That's the, um, the best, that's the best. Yeah, perfect. so basically, I live across from a graveyard, and um, I was out with my cousin one night. We were only about 14, 15. And it was Halloween night, so this is actually a very spooky story. Yes. So we were walking up the graveyard, because we were trying to act like legends, you know, oh, let's go up to the graveyard, it's Halloween night, we'll be, this will be really scary. And we were walking up, and we were, we just saw this lad, and he had, like, his daughter with him, and the two of them were just, like, they were walking, you know, holding hands, with a bag in their hand, like, like, trick-or-treating, like. And the man had his hood up, and the daughter had a mask on. Now, we couldn't make out the mask. Yeah. But anyway, we were looking at him anyway, we were staring him down, we were like, This this is fucking, um, it's a bit weird. And they just stopped. So they stopped and did this exactly. I'll do it to you so you can get the reaction. They stopped at the same time both their fucking heads did this. And just fucking stared, right? So we were just like, ah, and fucking (laughs) ran. And if they were normal people, I'm very sorry. They might have been sound. But the scariest part is a few days later... We found out that there was a father and his daughter were tragically killed in a hit and run on Halloween night. Oh yep. my
0: God!
4: Yep, yep. It's
0: a fucking great story.
4: And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, Tony, I just wanted to, this. I just wanted to say to you, man, that uh, I'm a huge fan. I started my own podcast because of you. Uh, you gave me the inspiration. So cheers for that, man. What? Thank you. Cheers for that, man.
0: Hang on, get some, let's get a plug on it. What's the
5: name
4: Cheers. of the podcast? Uh, so I, uh, Uninformed with my uh, buddy, Aaron McCarthy. He's actually down there. Um, uninformed, check it out. Yeah. Thanks so much. So cool. <laughs> Cheers,
0: Cheers bro. Thank you very much. Hello. How are you doing? What's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Ryan. Nice to meet you, Ryan. Nice to meet you, dude. Hello,
1: Ryan. How are you doing? I'm a
3: big fan of Sexy Beasts. Thank you very much. I, I was, I was going to send this little text in to you, uh, but I was... I was hoping this was restart,
0: you know? Ah, well, it will at some point, it will uh, at some point. It will uh, when I have... Um,
3: this is very good. Have the Can time. you do uh,
1: just a massive favour? Can you shove that mic in front of your face? Yeah, yes. Like good. this. Yeah. Good man, Ryan. And now kind of do this with your tongue. Uh, okay.
3: So be. you had a free <laughs> encounter, you were thinking of sending in. I'm I glad did. you're going to tell us yeah. now in the flesh. Um, so I used to... So I'm from Cork, and uh, from Blarney, and I used to work in the Blarney Woolen Mills, which hey. is a... It's, a, it's the biggest Irish shop in the world. Uh, and it A lot of love for the Woolen Mills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get a lot of nice. people there. Plug, uh sort like iron sweaters and stuff like that. But it used to be actually a Woolen Mills, so it's a very big old building. And uh, when I went in there, there was a lot of stories about uh, different freaking encounters, you know, that kind of stuff, yep. Do you know, the haunted stuff. Heard a lot of stories, but the best one I thought was... Um, uh, do you know, like, at night time, they would... So, the Blarney Willemills is a big Irish shop, and then attached to it is kind of like a restaurant and then a hotel. So, uh one of the security guards, back in the day, he used to be very no-nonsense kind of stuff. I used to always be a bit afraid. Like I used to ask security guards, are you not afraid, do you know, at night time kind of thing? Yeah. Like, because <laughs> all the electricity would be turned off. They have the everything everything turned off. So, the... Security guards would have to go around the flashlight. Oh. Uh, and it's a very old building. It's the Ooh. spookiest of all yeah, lights. It's quite spooky. Ooh. It's quite spooky. And then uh, the best story I heard was uh, so, down at the reception area, there would be these uh, kind of sliding doors, like the entrance area, and then you'd have the lift in front and then the reception area at the front. Mm-hmm. So, this uh, kind of non security guard, he kind of was hanging around there one night with the flashlight. Just flashlight. Pure dark. (laughs) And then. uh, Are you saying uh, flashlight or fleshlight? uh, Fleshlight. Flashlight. 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 So he's, you know, it'd be kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, all the electricity down, and then all of a sudden, the lift turns on. Oh. uh, uh, He was like, what the fuck? And he was like, you know, you can see the little letters, and it goes up to like number two. And he can hear, it, you because know, it's empty. Yeah. Do you know, it opens, and then obviously maybe somebody gets in, and then it come and then he can hear just like, oh, and he sees it go one, zero, and then like it uh, opens up, and he put, he put he puts the flashlight in there. Nobody there. And in the time that it would take for somebody to get from the elevator to the front door, the sliders open up. Oh! Holy shit! And he quit his job. He quit <laughs> his job. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, Ryan. Thank you very yeah, thank much, you. bro. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. I love the chorus.
1: Thank you, bro. Wait, Cheers. so what's the story that someone used the lift?
0: A ghost used the lift. Oh, Okay. Okay. How are you doing, sir? Not too bad. What's your name? Great. What's your name? Hugh. Hugh. Nice to meet you. Bucket of hush, please, for Hugh. I'm from Dublin. Hey, good man. Not
2: good. Mixed crowd. Uh, my story's kind of short and sweet. It was, uh, Let's hear it. It goes back to when I was six years old. Uh, I was at a family dinner. I was in the room when my parents and my uncles were talking about mortgages, something boring, so I wandered into the hallway. Mm-hmm. And minding my own business and just looking around the hallway, and there I see between the floorboards, I see a finger pop up. Fuck. And kind of like bending as well. Yeah.
0: Like there, come here, like.
2: It's it's like, <laughs> it's like at the corner of the floorboards and the wall underneath the stairs, like like the Harry Potter zone.
0: Yeah. That kind of Harry thing. Potter <laughs> zone. Uh,
1: sorry.
2: Uh, <laughs> as a six-year-old, I was afraid of being like someone was poking me. Kind of did thing. You say did.
1: Harry Potter zone. Like under the stairs. Like under, under the, the stairs. You know? boy. Oh stairs, yeah. yeah, sorry.
2: Anyways, I checked under there and there was no one there, so I think that there's kind of like a ghost finger in my, <laughs> in my uncle's house. Ghost at, finger? At this it's, point, sorry, I was going I sorry. promised my girlfriend I wouldn't sing ghost finger. It ghost doesn't count if it's a ghost finger, by the way. My uncle recently got his house renovated as well and the hole is gone, so I'm afraid the ghost finger is no longer with us. Oh, that's a shame. Ghost
1: <laughs> finger. Oh, that's great, bro.
0: Thank you so much. Give it up for ghost finger. <laughs>
1: Now, Thank fuck you. off <laughs> back to Dublin.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I'd love to. I'd Hello. love to hear your story. This last one. This last one, and I'm going to tell you a spooky story, and then we're going to have another. Song. What's your name there? Sorry, Alison. Alison. Nice, nice to meet, meet you. you.
5: <laughs> Alison. <laughs> uh, so basically, we had to go to the Gale, talk to when we were in college. Mm-hmm. Um, we were staying in a Balintees house, and one night she showed us photos of her family. And she was saying it's so nice that students were seeing her since, like, people had left the house. And she was pointing at her youngest son, saying he had passed on, but it was oh. all in Irish, so we didn't really ask too many questions. Like, you know, what's the story here? Golf baby speak Irish and the grail ducked, no. yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, no
0: here, like,
5: Yeah,
0: in a coney <laughs> or in a fucking.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> Questions and yep. then one night we were going to bed, and one of the rooms had put in like loads of double beds and bunk beds so that we could all stay in the room. And one night, one of the girls was roaming around the room, and we were all like, Would should ever go to bed? And she pointed at the wardrobe and was like, Girls, girls, please look. And in the wardrobe <laughs> was the outline and a figure of the youngest son. That had. What I swear to God.
1: in the wardrobe?
5: In the <laughs> ward- <laughs> in the crack of the wardrobe.
0: That's fucking unbelievable. Thank you so much, Alison. Thank you, That's Alison. a great story. Thank you
1: everyone for that.
0: Now look, you might have heard this story that I'm going to tell you, but I want to tell it to you again because it's my favorite story that happened for sure in real life. It's the story of the Birdman. <laughs> the Michael Keaton film. It's a real thing that happened, right? So again, for the atmosphere, for the atmosphere, I'm going to play a bit of spooky music. The Birdie song. Is there spooky music playing? No. Look, there's no spooky music. I can do it. <laughs> no. Oh, oh. That's not necessary. Okay. So I'll tell you this story, right? So, right. My cousins had this mate called Glenn, Right. And Glenn had told this story to my cousin who told me, and I have proof that it happened, and I'll tell you that in a second. But Glenn's story was, this is a a story his parents had told him and told everyone. Basically, when Glenn was a baby, he was asleep upstairs and it was a stormy night. The wind was blowing, right? Fucking trees hitting the window. You know how it does be.
1: Hit, 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 hit. I like that.
0: And Glenn was asleep upstairs, and they were watching The Late Late Show. And um, they heard out of nowhere a crash upstairs in Glenn's room. So they ran upstairs, right? And this is a true story. They have a police report that my cousin saw that proves that this happened. A detective had to come and investigate this and everything, right? This is parents telling a child this story that this happened. Anyway, they went upstairs and they opened the door and the window is broken. But also the bulb is broken and there's no no, I don't need every reaction. And the room is pitch black. And you're gonna ruin the atmosphere if you do if you do that, because you'll be surprised. Will you hear? It was Bill Murray. It was Bill Murray. So they walk into the room, right, and they can't see anything. It's pitch black. And so what What Glenn's dad does is he rolls up the, the uh, evening herald that he has, and he lights it on fire, right, as a kind of a makeshift torch. What year was this? 1987. <laughs> and he looks around each corner of the room, and he goes to the crib, and Glenn is not in the crib and the window is open and the rain is pouring in and he goes to another corner and Glen is not in the corner. And then he goes to the back corner and Glen is not in that corner. And as he's approaching the final corner of the room that he hasn't looked yet, under the light of this torch, he sees this kind of, it looks darker than the rest of the corners, almost like it's manipulating the light somehow. It looks darker and it looks like it's moving. And as he gets closer, he sees this long, sharp glint And he thinks, holy shit, this is a fucking knife. And this figure turns around and is holding Glenn and reveals itself to be a big fucking black bird. (laughs) A bird! A bird man is holding Glenn with the face of a fucking bird. Is Is he holding it
1: with his wings?
0: Holding it with his wings and kind of like little pterodactyl kind of talons like that right? is holding it. And so Glenn, Glenn's dad just fucking beats it over the head with this newspaper, right? And the bird drops Glenn, he's safe, he's alive, and jumps out the window and flies away. And there is a police report to say every single bit of this story. And I've been telling this story since I heard it when I was like nine or ten. But I found out there's an extra bit to this story which I find extra scary, right? I don't know if you're familiar with the urban legend of the kind of the toy in the room and the babysitter sees the toy. Have you, you heard this story? So this, the way the story goes is that there's a babysitter and the babysitter is looking after a baby and she puts the baby in the bed in the in the crib the baby keeps crying. Then she takes it out. The baby's fine. Then she puts it back in the crib, keeps crying. And eventually she calls the parents and she's like, look, the baby keeps crying whenever I put him in the crib. I think it's the big clown teddy. Because p- to be honest, he's scaring me. And the parents are like, get the hell out of the house now. We don't have a clown teddy. <laughs> and it's revealed then that uh, that uh, it's it was some, you know, nonce. <laughs> 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 it's revealed that it was some nonce. Now... That was an urban legend that I heard, and I was telling that to a friend of mine in London, and he said, that happened to my friend Caroline. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? No, that's one of those friend of a friend. So I met Caroline, I called her up, and I met her, and I asked her, did this happen to you? And she says, yes, it did happen to me, but everyone gets the story wrong, they mix it up with that urban legend. What happened with me was, it was in Kulak, right? Which is another place in Dublin. And they said it was in Kulak, and the person, he said, but the thing was, I did call, but they weren't dressed as a clown; they were dressed as a raven, and it was in the same estate as Glenn's family. There was a paedophile dressed as a bird going around gaffs in fucking Coolock in, in North County Dublin. I'd like to end in a scary footy <laughs> chant. Would we be up for that? Okay. This one is about Count Dracula. And it's to the tune of Someone You Loved by Lewis Capaldi, okay? And it goes a little something like this. I'm gonna sing it first and we're all gonna sing it then together. Sorry. Embarrassing and in the day of sleep, I'm a night owl, and I can't feed you fucking golly coon. I let my guard down, and I got the wooden stake. I was getting kind of used to being Count Dracula. <laughs> now, do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? No, no, hang on. No, no, no. Do you know we do? We no, no, we're, we're doing Dylan Quinn again. <laughs>
1: Hey, yes. Dylan, Dylan, come on up here. Dylan, Dylan do you want to come up for this one? Dylan. Dylan, come up for this one. Come on, Dylan. Come on, Dylan. Look at him. He hasn't got his trademark pint, though. It's Dylan Quinn, everyone. How you doing? Hello, Dylan. Hi. Good to see you, man. How you doing? You right?
0: He doesn't have his pint. He left it back here. Come here, Dylan. Come here. We'll do this together, right? We're ready. Everyone yeah, yeah, together, yeah, yeah. right? One, two, three. Because this is Dylan. Dylan, Dylan Quinn, Quinn. And there's and nothing the on the his so but the part that, that he gets in. Because this is
1: Dylan.
0: Dylan Quinn. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks, bro. Thanks, Dylan. Cheers, I'll follow you back. Cork, thank you very
0: much. Hope you had a good thank night. Thank
1: you, Cork. You're beautiful. See you later. Goodbye.
0: Play some tunes as we're leaving. Hang on. Here we go.